Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the grid, 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 this for my kids. I'm your host, Mahad, and we're back with a show all about the FIA and the cost cap. You must be thinking, I've had enough of this. We've been listening to this for two and a half weeks. I've been refreshing the FIA page. I've been checking tweets, seeing what the penalty will be, seeing what was going to happen with Red Bull, who have breached the cost cap. But here, we're just going to have a little casual conversation. Please, first of all, just remind yourselves that we're, we're not experts here. We are not reading hundreds and hundreds of pages of FIA rules. We're just going to give our fan opinion on the cost cap and what the penalty should be. Uh, because we haven't had the opportunity, there's been two races since everything came out. Just to give you a bit of a rundown uh, before I introduce uh, my co-host today. Um, it all started in Singapore. I think it was in the practice sessions. There was rumours that two teams breached uh, the cost cap, first of all. Um, as an FIA, why have you got leaks? What's going on here? Why, why, why do people know that somebody's breached way before you're supposed to announce it? But we'll get on to that. Uh, so rumours were swirling around that it was Aston Martin and Red Bull that had breached. We didn't know uh, exactly who breached. And with the FIA, um, they decided they're going to put out a statement because for some reason FIA is just chilling on F1 Twitter. They're like, oh, all these guys are outraged. All these uh, Sky Sports pundits are talking about it. We need to address this. And they told, basically said, you lot need to chill the hell out. Yeah. We're going to publish the thing on the Wednesday following the Singapore GP. Remember, I've just said they said they're going to publish it on Wednesday. So they set their deadline. And then um, everybody decided, okay, we'll wait till Wednesday. Um you get me? So everybody just waited till Wednesday after the Singapore GP that was won by my boy Sergio Perez. And we we're going to find out, okay, officially, what's the documentation? Who's the people that have breached and what they've breached? Yeah? Came to Wednesday and they didn't publish it. They let us wait the whole day. 
and said, you know what? You man hold that in it. You man, do you know what they did? They basically did turn it in. You know when you're in uni and they said mitigating circumstances lost with it. So if that's the old deadline, we're going to miss that still. Then we get to the Japanese groupie. Max wins the title. Then it drops on the Monday and they said there was a minor breach. Uh, a minor breach of the cost cap by Red Bull. No, uh, I think eight teams, seven teams were compliant. Uh, Williams was because they didn't hand in the deadline on time. They had hand it on on the deadline time or whatever it was. Uh, Aston Martin was a procedural breach, but they're under the cap. And Red Bull was over the cap with a minor breach, which means 5%. So for people that know what the cost cap is, it's about 140 something million. 5% of it is like seven point something. So that's a big, we're looking at big margins here. But before we go into the nitty gritty details of everything, I'd like to introduce Brother Kwame. How you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. Um, yeah, I've got some experience in, you know, in stocks, you know. That's what we may say it's not, you know, ran correctly or fair, but, you know, it's more fair than the FA is, you know, cost cap. So let's get down to it. You know, we're going to try and break it down for you more simple so you can understand at home. Yeah. So thank you, Kwame. Um, I, I'm, a sh- I'm sure that your stocks, I'm sure you're more official than the FIA when it comes to this type of stuff. We're wearing shades right now because we want to be unidentified people right now, even though it has our names in the corner. And you must be thinking, what the hell? But we're staying unidentified right now. And also all our listeners as well, thank you for tuning in. Um, So, cost cap. 5% of 140-something. I I think it could go up to 7. 145 is the cost cap. 7.2 7.2 million is five percent of that, if I'm getting it correct to my mental maths. Um, I thought 7.5, but yeah, it's seven, 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 point, seven, seven, something. seven something, seven something, which is a significant amount. So, when they, they've they've classified a minor breach to be 7.5, so Red Bull have been confirmed that they have breached this, they, they have a minor breach, so it could be up to 7.5. But let's go through like the regulations of what they've put in prior to say what a minor sporting penalty is for a minor breach, yeah? So we've got option one, which is a public rep- reprimand, which is just a slap on the wrist, don't do that again, mate. you got a deduction from constructors' championship points awarded to the championship that took place within the reporting period, which is the 2021 title. So uh, you could get your constructors' points removed or uh, taken off deduction. And then we have the drivers' championship as well, for the third option, they have a suspension for one or more of the competitions or competitions, competition or competitions. So that could be like you're banned from doing practice sessions for the first half of the season or something like that. Something it'll have to be significant, or you're not allowed to compete in any of the ra- first four races or something like that. Um, fifth option is limitations on the ability to conduct aerodynamic or any other testing and reduction. Of the cost cap uh, for that season, the following season. Uh, so it would be like for 2023, I think. Um, and that's all applies to uh, minor, uh, was it a minor breach? So it's quite significant minor breach, because, yeah, yeah for, for, for it's, the punishments are there, but what the problem is with the FIA, and I've said this before, is you can't put that out and not s- specify the exact amounts on what it leads to what. So, like, if you breached the 
uh, cost cap by a hundred pounds or a hundred euros or whatever it is, you get a public rec demand. If you do it by a hundred k to five hundred k, you get this and you get that, and you attribute each penalty to the value of what has been breached within our cost cap. Because first of all, five percent is a huge range. We're talking about seven point five, seven point something million, and to zero to ten, ten pounds. We're talking about a large range of money here that means quite a lot. And I think seven million, you can definitely rebuild a whole car in terms of um, what you could do there, Kwame. I'm, I'm definitely sure you could bring in a B-spec car. Oh, yeah. Then, then but not so, or somebody say that, you know, seven mil is literally, that's going to change the, you know, the, the, the championship. In the sense that, you know, yeah. that's going to, you know, close the gap between teams. Like, that's, yeah, that's how... Much important than seven million, let alone the hundred twenty-five. So, and seven million is a lot of money in just general, general, general speaking. Anyway, so yeah, like honestly, we don't know. We don't know what the breach is. Yeah, we don't know the exact amount. They have not announced what that breach is and the exact amount what that is. I don't know what the purpose of that Monday announcement was. If you're not going to tell us what the punishment was, what the amount was, or at least tell us what the amount was, so we can kind of figure it out ourselves because they don't know what they're doing. Let's be totally honest here. We're in a situation where they have no idea what they've put this cost cap in place, but they didn't expect somebody to breach it or they didn't expect the punishment um, to be happening so soon. They, would, they thought, oh, maybe I've got some time here to kind of work this out. <sighs> but I think it's kind of naive of the FIA here because if you're going to have a cost cap and there's no hard lines, like you've got hard lines for technical Kwame, in it. You've seen if you breathe, if you if your if your rear wings open, even oh yeah, we've seen the locations. Yeah, when it's technical, they're on it. We saw it with like what was it last year? Hungry Seb didn't have enough fuel. So last year, last Sorry, year, mate. last year was a good example. Yeah, you gotta go. So I want to ask you, why do you feel like they are dragging their heels a bit regarding? These financial penalties, rather, because technical penalties, they're on it. If you, if you, even if it's like, oh, uh, I overstepped the white lines. Even racing, sometimes they're on it. Like when it comes to slapping penalties up. But with this, they're dragging their heels. Why? Why do you think? Anyway? And I've seen it. And to add to your point as well, like when it comes to the technical regulations, they have you know 0.1. If you're 0.1 millimeter, millimeter, you know, ring infringement. Uh, things we've seen last year, if you know the whole Red Bull situation, or you know. Like I said, Vettel, um, yeah, you, you, you get you know um, penalised. So I, I feel like similar to you, I feel like it's been poorly drafted and poorly planned. I felt like they thought if they just put like a very kind of um, figure out there that teams would kind of, you know, because they're the big bad FA team to listen, not knowing that you know teams in F1 they're always known to kind of step over the line in terms of you know regulations and you know rules to get the best out of the car they can do. We've seen as well how certain teams like your Red Bulls and like your Ferraris have kind of tried to use the um the cost cap as ways of ditching the engineers or you know like I said changing roles consultancy or putting them in Alphatari or Haas for example. So I feel like to answer the question is because it's been poorly defined. And as a result, I thought it's poorly defined because I didn't feel like any team would kind of you know notice the cost cap and because they're in a situation now where now our team has reached a cost cap. They haven't got it in printing where, you know, if you go with this amount, then you're in trouble. If you go with that amount, you're in trouble. And it doesn't make any sense to us fans because we don't know how much they've gone over. 
I know the FI definitely knows how much they're going to so like they haven't got punching ready for Red Bull. They're just kind of doing it off to him. That makes sense. What's the reason for them to not say that they've gone over, I don't know, two million? Why, what's the point of holding back that information? Is it because they don't want to be held accountable for it? Because I like, don't know. I don't. if we know if we know, for example, that they've breached over one million, what are we going to do about it? You can still make up the decision, but if there's if there's okay, there's going to be creative accounting involved here at the end of the day. Teams are not dumb. Teams are smart. Red Bull probably hired a guy just to. No, do no it. teams are going to really pay figures. We know that. But that, yeah. what I'm confused about is they said, oh, we don't actually know exactly. And do you know what? So I think it's quite relevant about what they are arguing about in terms of, oh, we've said this is part of the cost cap, but you've said it's not part of the cost cap. Because that's not relevant at the end of the day. Because if I'm Red Bull, I could just retrospectively say anything. I could like, I could say, oh. It's news contract. He's a consultant, or it's it's catering, or it's this, whatever, whatever. That doesn't matter at the end of the day, because you doing that gave you an advantage on the car, regardless. If you get what I'm saying, because you've been able to spend more money in your car than other people. So whatever they spent that money on, whether it be consultants, whether it's whatever, that money went to the car. Whatever extra money is went to that car. So to deny that. You didn't get an advantage over the, uh, everybody else in terms of breaching that cost cap. It's just, it's a fallacy. I don't want to hear about, oh, we spent it on this, or we've accounted something else, or we had to make redundancies, or we assigned them to Red Bull powertrains or Red Bull advanced technology or whatever it is. You doing that, all of that, all of that creative counting and moving, shifting people around or, or uh, classing things under something else doesn't matter to me because. Whatever money that was saved by doing that was spent on that car. Mm. So therefore, you have an advantage over other people. And it's not only just, oh, it shagged Merck out of a title. Merck could have just been able to run away with it, whatever, whatever. Because technically, obviously, Merck had an advantage. Because Merck had an advantage from the previous years because they had a better car than Red Bull. I think that was the first like proper, proper car that Red Bull had in the Turbo Hybrid area that could win consistent races. So what they've been able to do, Red Bull, is by being creative with the cost cap, was be able to close that gap and have a car that could match and beat Mercedes at the end of the day. And Mercedes was hampered because they had to scale it back because you have to understand Mercedes spent a lot of money every year to maintain that eight winning title streak. They put a lot of money into that, like way over the cost cap. They were spending like 300 yeah, I well. They were operating on loss, and one reason why the cost that was bought in is because teams like Mercedes, Phil was Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari spending like 300 million plus, whilst teams like Williams were spending like very like I don't know if they were Williams, but I want to say something like 10, 20 million, not, not a lot. They're not even reaching cost cap, them teams. Yeah, they're not even reaching the cost cap now. Has to, has to nowhere near 145 million this year. So it's, it's a difficult one at the end of the day, I think. You've implemented something. You've got to go harsh with it. You can't. As the FIA, you have to be the ones to be scary. You've got to scare these teams, bro. And That's what I'm saying. Like, they have not... Like, their been poor. Okay, you, Kwame. You, yeah. you, you're you a billionaire. Yeah? Kwame Holdings. Mm-hmm. Man's got, man's got like, 100 M's in the bank. Uh, 100 billion in the bank. You get me? You're clear. Yeah? You enter Formula One, you've got this team. 
you listen, you you stay within the cost cap, and you see Red Bull uh, have breached the cost cap, and as, by that measure, you've not been able to compete as fairly as everybody else. What do you? What action do you take as owner? You're going to, you're going to overspend now. You're going to overspend to compete with Red Bull because, like I said, Red Bull have not been punished clearly. If Red Bull have been punished clearly, then that'll be detriment be, to the other teams. That'll be like, oh no, let's go back now. You've seen Total Wolf come out saying that, oh no, we should have overspent. We should have spent now because of Red Bull done. Like, it's sharing the wrong, you know, values, the wrong principles out of the situation that's meant to be. Now it's kind of just there for God's sake and nothing else. Do you think... Okay, let me play devil advocate here, yeah? Do you think, Kwame, that Red Bull have been smart? Because they've looked at the regulations and they're saying, okay, there's no stipulations on exactly what I'm going to get punished for here. I might as well take the risk and do it. Are they, you, yeah, think, they you think other teams are dumb for not doing it? I wouldn't say dumb. I'd say naive. Because, yeah, I'd say naive. I wouldn't say dumb. I'd say we're definitely smart, Dave. You know, seeing the you know, regulations, they realise that, okay, there's probably nothing. We don't know the contracts ourselves, in it. we don't know the, the legislation behind it. But they probably read it and probably think that the advantage of them overspending the cost cap outweighs the negatives of them getting caught by the FIA. Essentially, whilst other teams probably saw, oh no, what's born saying that, oh yeah, we get banned or whatever. They, I put one team shook now, and they're like, okay, go listen to the FIA, don't get in trouble. Also, I guess PR's probably thing as well. So yeah, for Rebel, be smart. The other teams will say they'd be naive trying to listen to the, you know, uh, FIA and you know, hire the good power essentially. If the, if if the, let's say for example, this is all hypothetical. If Red Bull have breached by three million, yeah, then they've said. You we're going to reduce. Your, they're going to pick maybe three of these options of the of the six that are here. So we're going to limit your testing. We're going to limit your cost cap. We're going to uh, suspend you for a couple of practice sessions in the year, or suspend you for a couple of races, whatever. And we're going to deduct constructors' points. So they've picked I don't know um, four out of the six punishments, but they've not done anything to the drivers or whatever. And they've done the public reprimand. Maybe they've done five out of six. Yeah. If I'm sitting there and I'm Mercedes Ferrari. Next year, I'm breaching the cost cap. It's a no-brainer. It's absolute no-brainer because what hurts more... Okay, financially, obviously, constructors hurts more. Let's say, for example, Red Bull. Red Bull didn't win the constructors. This would be a peak situation if Red Bull won constructors last year. Could it be absolute no slam dunk if I was going to take the constructor title off them and then get all that money back and give all that money to Merck? But because they didn't win... Bro, you could deduct 200 points off them. They still would still be second in the constructors. They'll still get the prize. Money. But if it was like they won by 20 points to Mercedes and they deduct the constructor point, that will hurt them financially. But yeah, everybody says, oh, we only care about driver's titles and so on. It's it's it's, it's going to be interesting how they navigate this. Uh, we're talking about you being a hypothetical boss. We've seen Zach Brown come out today. He's written a letter to the governing body in the FIA and he said... Red Bull breach of the budget cap constitutes the cheating and calls for penalties that will hit Red Bull financially on and on track. Do you agree with uh, Zach Brown's sentiments, Kwame? Um, it is cheating. I am the it is cheating because, you know, the rules are there and, you know, you didn't, you didn't follow the rules. So, at the end of the day, it is cheating if you're doing that, you know, in layman's terms. However, um, what was the other point did he say? Um, he said? He basically said, uh, Brown calls for penalties that will hit Red Bull financially and on track. 
that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, you know, hit them, you know, financially, you know. Red Bull, even if you hit them financially, they're still Gucci. In the sense that, like, it's not a team that's relying. Obviously, yes, they're being backed by Red Bull here. You know, you know, billion dollar, you know, engine company. But even if they take away, you know, that little penalty, they've got resources there. They've still got, you know, Asian Uri. They've still got Max there. They can still find a way, like, they can be a, they can take advantage from the previous seasons where they've done the uh, cross cap to then improve. So I don't think it would do much. You know what I mean? That's the issue. And even we say, you know, with um, penalty points, no, penalty, um, uh, deduction of, you know, testing time. They've got simulators there. Even they got simulators there that are just as you know, good now as the um, testing. Even testing now in F1 is much reduced. You've, you've only really got, you know, Barcelona preseason, and that's it compared to back in the day where off the current cars, back in the day where you can do testing whenever. So I don't think it even does much, to be fair with you, but I don't blame, you know, Zach Brown selling letter because if I was him, I'd be salty. I'd be, I'd be complaining. I'd be putting my hand up like, miss, miss, miss. That guy cheated because it's, it's unfair, you know. Red Bull were kind of the bottom three of the McLaren, for, and now look at them. So, yeah. Okay, so yeah, obviously with McLaren, they could have spent more money, they could have got further constructors and wouldn't have fallen behind Ferrari, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't have been able to spend that money, but then other people will say that Ferrari would have been able to spend more money and have a better car as well, and then um, when um, Hamilton was begging for upgrades in the middle of last season, and couldn't get those upgrades because of that cost cap, and they were thinking about next year as well, that could have something to play. So, yes, it's cheating, but and the cost cap is there to kind of bring the field together because what we've seen in Formula One over the years is just the big teams can just you can come in and spend money. Mercedes came in, they spent money, big boy money. Ferrari have big boy money, Red Bull have big boy money, and that's what causes that because other teams don't. Williams don't, McLaren for a long time did not have the money. For a long time, uh, Haas does not have any money whatsoever. So even you put in a cost cap of 145 million, we're seeing Haas. Haas can't even, there's nowhere near 45, 145 million. So does the cost cap work in the first place? Or does it require every team to buy in? And does that cost cap have to go lower, lower, lower every single time for it to actually work? And that's, and it's funny you said it because that's the whole point of it. Because it starts off 145 million. There's going to go down next year. There's going to go down the year after. I think 145, 120 million. It's going to go down each year. And like I said, all the teams have to buy into it. If the teams don't buy into it, then it doesn't work out. And it, yes, it does kind of show the gap between the high to the low team, but that will be like a 10 year plan. It will happen straight away because Mercedes still have the facilities there, but both side the facilities there. Even that's the mind they're kind of spending. Yes, again, hold by the cost cap, but they're still spending the P's to. Catch up to them. So, short term, it doesn't work, really, does it? I think not. Not in the short term. We are joined by uh, a legendary guest, a legendary cast member, uh, brother Kunle. How are you doing? I got my people. Been a minute. Well, go yeah, it's been a minute, but I'm gonna have to ask you a question. You know, what I'm gonna ask you. Yeah, sure. Why do you have a Scuderia Ferrari on your chest? Ignore this. No, sorry. Ignore this part of the shirt and just look at this part. This guy's a McLaren fan, you know. This is insane stuff that I'm seeing right now. Nah, uh, you know, you know, this scenario is like of uh, a up of my up is a up. So I hear that. Man you know, said, it's a it's a little it's a little short let, term collaboration. Yeah, I hear that. You must said that. Let me just lace my bad luck with that store. 
Let me just yeah. sprinkle that. Yeah, me. But yeah, Kule, you've caught us in the middle of a conversation about the cost cap. Um, does uh, the question I just asked Kwame is it even worth it? Does it even work? What's your thoughts? Um, I mean, clearly it doesn't work because the teams that are still winning are still winning. Um, the the cost cap. So the cost cap is meant to like say you cannot spend more than a certain amount of money across 145 million for this year across the year right yeah yeah so if if before the cost cap i could spend 300 million and i have to cut it down to 145 yeah maybe i'm losing out on some things but if before the cost cap i could only spend 70 million and even after the cost cap i can still only spend 70 million that I'm still where I am. It means nothing. Right? <laughs> but it's like the meme, you know, you know that meme. Yeah. My man doesn't move for 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm just uh, bro, you ain't done it. Yeah, no, no, it's still the same. Like the the big teams, I mean, it might slightly affect them. They might not be able to bring in improvements as they would, but then you have to keep it in context that they bring in those improvements against other big teams. Ferrari are not competing with Haas. You get me? I don't know if I'm speaking sense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I understand. What All it's done, all it's done is, is brought the teams that are rich on blowing money closer together. Basically. So it's brought Mercedes down, it's brought Ferrari up. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kept kept them with, within each other much closer. So That's... you can see the competition. It has no effect on the rest of the teams. Basically. It has no effect. If I'm so asked now, about what's the point of this cost cap, what's it got to do with me? True. So, like, if 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 Lance, if Papa Stroke could throw in three M's, now he can only throw in one forty five M. He's a bit pissed because it's like, I'm trying to build a project here. I need to spend my money to build that project. But he can't do. He can't do a Mercedes. It can't, Mercedes was blowing bread. Exactly. He's not trying to go against Mercedes because if he's trying to throw in three M's, Mercedes can decide. You know what? We bring in all of our profits from Germany, from every road car we sell, and we're turning into our F1 program. Even though it's going to be running on a loss, we just want to have the bragging rights that we're F1 champions, and they're throwing the money. And it makes like, and the, the thing is, before I think one thing that's ignored in Formula One, and I think we kind of lost in the trees. Everybody talks about the money being spent year by year. If you do not have the infrastructure in place, forget about it. What's the cost cap going to do? If man, man in Marinello's got elite wind tunnel, got CFD, model, got every single thing in the world, top facilities, and I'm uh, Williams and I ain't got none of that. What, what am I supposed to do with this cost cap? How is that going to help me? They still got the facilities to develop the better car. So, with the, yeah, they limit the time it, that you use it, but the actual it. facilities itself. I'm not saying though. I hear that. Yeah, I hear that. Because I'm not thinking they're trying to beginning and try to limit if you're like last place to get more wind tunnel time than people in first place. So, but like I said, the facilities they'll be different. That's the thing. So, bro. So like, what's let's, 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 let's hold on, Colin. If I my facilities, if I get more wind tunnel time, but my facilities are whack. My facilities looking like Team Sport Greenwich, like it's whack. And you got big boy facilities, and you only you have a less time than I do. You're still gonna make a better garden. 
Because I, I have better equipment. The better equipment. I just yeah. got to utilize my time in there better. Be efficient with the time. Yeah. It's simple, right? It's quite simple. So it's like let's like let's take it back to like something that everyone can probably relate to. Football. Now, let's say suddenly the FA say, okay, teams, over the next five years, you can spend more than two hundred million dollars on new signings. So everyone is capped at two hundred million dollars. Now, you look at a Man City, they already got Holland, De Bruyne, Foden. They already have in place quality. Now you're comparing them to who can I say fucking Nottingham Forest or Bournemouth. And now you're telling Bournemouth you can't spend more than 200 million. And you're that's limiting Bournemouth in a way, because like even if they want to sign more players, they're gonna keep it to a limit. So what they already have is not even good enough to compete. Even they are, even if they were going to sign players, it's not. It might not even be good enough to compete with what the big boys already have. Mm, that's so this is this is this is a problem though. This is the this is a major problem with Formula One and F one FIA and what they see themselves as, because even in that football scenario, yeah, you're not hampered. Uh, I think you're hampered by obviously. One team having lots of money and buying foreign players and getting all the best names in and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, let's say, for example, you've got a team and they've got a really good youth academy and all the up and coming players are coming through your figure. You've naturally organically grown that. You could beat a big boy team just because you're at the end of the day, you're on equal playing field. If you're in a car that's rubbish, you could be the I could put I could put Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen in the deadest car right now. They're not winning races. No matter how talented they are. So it's very much a question of do they still does F1 see themselves as entertainment or do they see themselves as a sport? Because if you see themselves as, as a sport, yeah, right now it's not sporting. Because there's no parity, there's no fairness. Because if I put the top drivers in the bottom car, they're not going to win the race. Obviously, there's two components of Formula One. It's a sport in the sense of the drivers and their talents and so on, but also it's an engineering competition, right? But is it a level play- player field for either of those people? Is it a level player field for people that are engineers to build a car? No. Is it a level player field for those cars, drivers in the car? No, it isn't. So where do we see this as a sport? Because other sports, there is a level player field there in terms of the actual stuff you can do. on them. Like If, I'm, if I've if I'm a rubbish football club or a rubbish basketball team in terms of money, I ain't got no money like that, but I've got talent on the court and I've got talent on the field, guess what? I'm still winning games. I'm still cooking. Because it's about, it's more way towards the human's ability to perform. Formula One is about, can my engineers make the best out of a bad situation? Can my drivers make the best out of a bad situation in the car? Unless you provide absolute parity amongst engineers and drivers are we looking at a sport it's, it's a difficult question we're here to have that's a good question though because like, that's a good question because here's the thing though like a lot of people will be saying ah oh, if you make you know formula one uh you know um spec series where all the specs of the cars are the same thing the people say that that engineering side, that aerodynamics side of F1 is gone because all the cars are literally the same. But then you've got series like IndyCar, 
even F2, where it's technically split series, but there are fundamental differences to the cars, you know, and different teams have, you know, different finances between them where it does make it competitive. So that's the interesting conversation. I feel like uh, with, with the um, cost cap, I remember what they were saying, it might not be a draw for more teams to come in because if I'm an, if I'm an investor coming to the series and I'm seeing the Mercedes Red Bull blowing 300 M's and I've only got 200 M's, I'm going to be like, no, nah, I don't want it. But if they bring it now to 145, 140 M's, then I feel like, yo, I can invest. But not letting in these new investors coming in, which doesn't make any sense. You've got Andretti want to come in, but you're saying no to them. So what everyone trying to do with the cost cap, they're trying to make it equal, but it's going to be, what, 10-year plan for that to do. Even then, like, it doesn't solve the situation now now, like you're saying, because F1 is too reliant on facilities and equipment and money for the engineers to produce that car. I still think yeah, I still think even in 10 years it's still I don't I don't see how it's gonna be significantly I don't think it's gonna be significantly closer because like mm. like like we've already said like the basis the foundation is that I've got a better foundation than you have. You're even if you even if you walk into money, like even if someone decides to invest money in a trash team, they're already behind. They're not built they're no, like, man. I hear it. They're behind. Like, they don't have the foundation that a Ferrari has. They don't have the foundation that a Mercedes have. They don't have the foundation that a Red Bull have. But Red Bull have sister. They have a sister team. That's how. That's how their foundation is. Like, they don't have. Do you get my point? Like, they have an academy of point, man, yeah. drivers where, like, they can always go in and spin the wheel. We bro. It's next. the infrastructure is crazy. It's like Tesco's competing with uh, Corner Shop, brother. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> You're like putting like, me out of business, business, bro. Yeah, I hear that. Tesla got generation wealth. I hear that. Bosman hasn't. So, so Rebel, yeah. no Rebel, Mercedes, Ferrari, generation like, wealth, Tesco, Tesco can wake up one day and say they're trying to they're buying out all the cost cutter shops. All the cost cutter shops. And they're turning them into Tesco. What do you do about that? None. Elmo, if Elmo Marco can wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? I've been speaking to the lads at Red Bull. We're going to buy over Haas. It's gonna be our third team if regulations allow them to do that. They've got the bag for that. So, what do you like? The foundational, the foundational element is always going to be that. The fact that certain things would always have veto power is always going to be that. Like, it's never going to be a you know the best competition you can have at most is the guys that are already foundationally strong having strong engineering and strong aerodynamics and strong cars so that they can compete against each other. The midfield would always be the midfield. The lower teams would always be the lower teams. Maybe one maybe one year team from the lowest, you know, maybe one year one team decides to go grow from being a lower team to a midfield, but you're not just going to make that jump from being a midfield team to a top team in one year. By cost yeah, do, you know, do you know what? Do you know what? I think maybe cost cap might work, but it needs to be also joined by like a kind of minimum spend limit as well. Like you got to, you, listen, there needs to be like, and this is not only, uh, this is FIA's fault at the, at the same time, this is Formula One's fault at the same time, because you've got franchises there that have no interest in winning. That yeah, team's there that has no, like Hass, has no, Hass <laughs> has no intention. I'm telling you right now, this is why I kind of want them out of F1. They have no intention of building that team to be a race winning car. They have no intention whatsoever. They're just oh, yeah, there. Man, them, and, 
I mean, the first year, Junior was a bit. Junior was a bit loud in the first year, but after the first year, he, he realized his pockets are swelling. Yeah, and uh, in the wrong way, they they're leaking, bro, with water. They got he's got real issues. And the thing is, at the end of the day, yeah, if you put in a minimum spend, like you have to spend hundred m's, and the max you can spend is hundred and ten m's. You're bringing parity in terms of, okay, now let's see what your engineers can do now. Obviously, we're still allowing the space for innovation within that, within your own facilities and stuff like that. But we're dealing with a narrow window here because you have to spend a certain amount, and it's about what you do with that money, right? So it stops. It stops. Oh, you being, need. Sorry, yeah, so ahead. it stops being. You can only spend up to this. So it starts being. You have a base of, hundred and thirty million dollars. How creative can you be with your hundred and thirty million dollars? That's a that's an engineering competition, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where the competition. That's where the competition now comes in. Like, you know, are you training in straight line speed? Are you training in corners? That's up to you now. That's 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 that lets me know whether or not your engineering team is actually about that engineering life. Because now they've got money, they cannot complain about not having money. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that 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 needs that needs Formula One to say we're only having if they're gonna go to this franchise model. Like how it is in the NFL and the NBA. Yeah. Where you've got a certain amount of teams. These are legacy teams. They just stay there. There's no new teams coming into this team. Yeah. If you want to keep it as 10 or 11 or 12, yeah, you need to make sure every single one of these teams are able to afford, afford that minimum spend and they spend it. Well, worst case scenario, just throw all of these small teams together if they don't have money. Let them put their money up together and like form like... Because if we're, if we're really saying, okay, this needs to be... This is a sport. We need to provide that. that, that uh, we need to be able to give these drivers the platform to be working equally. And, then, and I think, and I think uh, with that, if if they can, so, sorry, Kwame, if they can have that in place, then the quality of driver increases because now you know you're drive, you're providing a car that should be strong to bring in performances. You don't want to have a shit driver driving it. If the quality gap between, if the quality of the pace gap between the fastest car and the slowest car is four tenths. Driver can make it up. That's driver up still driver. can make it up. Yeah. With a good competition as well. Getting close as well. I know one driver won't making it up though. <laughs> so it's a good driver ain't making it up. Charles the driver ain't making it up. Oh God, no. God, no. It's going to spin. He's going to spin. Of all people, not even him, you know. I'm not it's going to go wider. It's going to go wider at the last corner. Yeah, but then it puts more focus on the drivers and what their abilities yeah. are. By the it's end of the day, pressure. yeah, we've got, we've got the situation in Formula 1 where, man, like, they're all at the club. They're at the table. They've got bottles. Certain man can't contribute to the table. They can't afford the bottles. <laughs> can't mm. afford the bottles. Eight grand a night, but you ain't putting no peas. Then it put in on the table like that. Eish. And that's what that's they what they wake up to the bill, man. Certain man are running. Certain man are running at the table. And but no, the only issue is though, like with all this though, I hear you, man. But F1 yeah, is bro. If, if, if they're gonna vote that, yeah, they're gonna vote, you know, try and make it equal cost that everyone spends up to, yeah? You got to have teams like Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull going to be to this. That's the biggest issue of this because them teams have got too much power and they've got too much control over everyone else. Why, why, would they, why would they veto a minimum spend? What's that cost to do? Because they can spend more. Because they can spend They're more. Gonna... Yeah, but if the... If not, if the let's say... I'm doing a random one right now. Let's say it's $120 yeah. million dollars to $130 yeah. million. Dollars. That's not much mm-hmm. of a difference. That $10 million is not much of a difference. At the end of the day, and even if you're the lower teams on the bottom end, you can source that ten mil via investment. 
So you, yeah. you should be able to do. And then it really sticks the onus on your engineers. At the end of the day, you can give everybody parity. But you ain't got the guys yeah. that... You ain't got the engineers like that. Nui might even stand out even more. Because he's created something with such a little, little budget. And you've got a media engineer. It doesn't. Equal it doesn't really. Well. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't equal out the actual talent and the talent of those engineers and all the staff and stuff are, are going to flock to the top teams anyway. At the end of the day, but the wages are within that structure. We're at a point right now where they've put something in. They've put this cost cap. Bring it back to the cost cap. They put this cost cap in place, and they didn't really think through the next steps of how this breaks Formula One closer, and they didn't think through. How do we scare teams off from spending overspending right now? Because right now they've put they've said Red Bull's breached the cost cap. It's definitely giving them an advantage. I, I'm saying, okay, this is this is just me waffling on now, but obviously it's up to seven point something million uh, is a minor cost cap breach. If they've spent 50k over, I'm not bothered about that. They can just get a slap on the wrist, whatever. If they've spent even 500k over. They something big has to happen if you want to make this make this make this cost cap work at the end of the day, and the cost cap needs to be met with a, a, a lower a minimum limit as well. Because what's the point of this? And you need to start forcing the sale of teams, man. Man, have to start doing Donald Stern and uh, Phoenix Dunsink. You need to start forcing the sale of teams. If you can't afford, you gotta go, man. True, man. This this bear man out there. Martin Haslow. Martin Haslow, you know. Has Has. I'm looking at you. I'm, I've got the shades on. I'm looking at you, Has. You need to sell your team to Andretti right now because Andretti's got bread. Andretti's got bread. So bring him Andretti, into the sport. Andretti's got name too. He's got club. That's heritage right there. Has and he's got bread. I don't know got you, family, brother. Man. I don't know you, brother. But okay, yeah. let's, let's let's talk about what the punishment should be. So Red Bull, to be confirmed, they've breached. Uh, I went through the possible punishments that have gone under that. I'll, I'll go over it again for the listeners and for Conley's benefit. Uh, a minor sporting penalty uh, is either one, a public rep command, uh, two, a deduction of constructors' championship points for the season that has happened, okay. three, a deduction of championship points, four, a suspension for one or more stages of a competition. So that could be like not letting them race for like three races or kick them out of practice session. They can't do practice for like half a season or something like that. Uh, limitations on five limitations on the ability to conduct aero and other testing so that's just testing time or six uh reduction of cost caps so that could be a combination it says one or more of the following this is directly lifted out of the regulations so it could be a combination of these things uh Kunle, i'm gonna ask you two questions actually first okay if they've breached uh under 500k what should the punishment be if they breach over 500k what should the punishment be if they breach under 500, um, a reprimand, reprimand's okay. Under 500, like, I mean, it's still a bridge, but a reprimand, and I'll probably, for a bridge, I'll probably take, like, the two, the two of the, like, lightest, lightest penalty. Maybe a reprimand and take away some practice time. You're on mute, brother. Sorry, so they can't do like that like, practice one for like six races. Or yeah, so like take away practice, like. But then if I was if I was going to be like extremely petty, you'd be take away practice in certain places where they actually do need practice. <laughs> like take away practice in Singapore, or take away practice when it's gonna be wet all weekend. They don't know what their tires would feel like. 
You're still on the year. Harsh punishment would be just like, you're not allowed to go quali. You're not allowed to do quali for the year. Yeah. Man has to start P20 every race. But then, like, knowing, knowing, it, knowing it's new, I mean, it's not for Perez, it's, that's light work. That's normal. That's a day-to-day lifestyle for him already anyway. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, so, over 500k. Over 500k, I like, I like the idea of uh, constructors and drivers reduction. For both so that, would, that would mean um it wouldn't mean anything for constructors, right? Because Ferrari was too far behind him anyway. Yeah. But for construct for driver's title, that means he's getting stripped of his title. Yeah, sort of. You get stripped. Because again, you've gotten a competitive advantage, regardless whether you want whether or not they want to say, oh, he's used for catering or or like when you're hearing teams are saying they laid off people. You know, people that were critical to their success got laid off just so they could fit in everything into the budget. We are out here blowing seven M's on McDonald's. <laughs> keeping your McDonald's. Employee, you know, Aldrin, Flying in Noble, keeping your, keeping your people It doesn't out. even matter. I think it's... It doesn't uh, even matter what it is. It, it doesn't matter what it is because the money that you so said that you money... spent on that was actually spent on... Fixing the exactly. What's, so what's whatever they spent that money on, consultants, strippers, doesn't matter. Food, it don't matter because that money was used for something. There's not because the there's no reason why you should be having strippers and they don't have strippers in Brackley. Even if we you want, want strippers, we want stripper parity. Yeah, in the sport, you want but strippers. Everyone gets strippers. We want, we want food want. parity. People, exactly. everybody, everybody. Everyone should eat, right? Everyone should like deserve to eat. So. I feel like that constructors and drivers is quite paramount. Like, you know, or worst case scenario, if they're not going to do that, I mean, if they're not going to do that, then why are we here? Ross Braun said these regulations have teeth. You'll lose your championship. I swear McLaren got, I swear McLaren got like stripped off championship for less. 2007, they won constructors by a mile. Constructors got stripped. For less. 100 M's to the head. Five. Tops. Like, even now, even now, McLaren are still recovering. Yeah. It's been if I tell you what, game, if we did like real game. life, what, what 100 M's is in 2007 to now, what that means now, that's big boy fight. You've never seen anything fight. like that. Right, that's pre, that's pre financial crash as well, man. That's the, like that's pre first recession. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, bro. Nah, they got, no, FIA gotta be, they gotta be more strict. They gotta like they need to show that they're not in Red Bull's pocket. Regardless. Like, and this is not because it's going to be mean, it's going this is not because it's going to mean oh Lewis Hamilton wins or Max doesn't win. It just means if it was Mercedes that were breaching the rules, I'm gonna be sitting here slandering Total Wolf for taking the championship of Lewis. That's what I'm going to be doing here. Because like, if you cannot manage your team and your budget, then what are you doing? So yeah, the the punishment has to like, it has to be there. If they don't, do you know what? Retrospectively, let's say I was an investor. If I see Red Bull don't get punished, I'd be getting onto my team saying, why did you breach the cost cap? What are you lot doing? What do I pay lawyers for? Who's reading the regulations? What's happening? I'd be onto it. But yeah, Kwame, um, same question. Uh, under 500k, what should the, what should the punishment be if it's over 500? I don't know why I'm saying 500 because a new win could be like 300. Let's say 50. Okay, 
Let's not even say five. Let's do something where it's not even. No, let's do five. Okay, okay, cool. So under 50k, what is it? Um, I thought I just cool. Just get a reprimand and just get a fine twice the amount they spent. And that's it. Slap on the wrist. Yeah, slap on the wrist, yeah. And then over. Boy, I thought think about it. Front wings at 300, bro. Boy, you know how big a front wing is the downfall in the speed? Boy. I think um, they should get, um, like I said, man, like the FI needs to, you know, show that they're the boss. They need to punish, you know, the ball for this because if they don't, then the other team is going to look at the cost cap like a joke and they're just going to run, run away with it. So I feel like um, they should get, I originally would have said deducted points for constructors, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't do anything anyways for them. So I feel like they should get um, disqualified from the constructors. Um, drivers. Drivers never get touched, man. That's the issue. Like usually, I'll say drivers as well, but drivers. But it's benefit the driver. Benefit the driver, though. That's the thing. Um. So I think drivers there should be deducted points as well. They should be deducted. Uh, not not disqualified because obviously drivers are driving the car, but they should get deducted a, a little point, little point somewhere, and again that will affect the twenty twenty one season. Um, and the fine as well. So. Because like you said, two thousand seven Friday was do they much need, more worse. Need... Yeah, but it didn't actually affect the oh, testing time as well. It didn't affect the championship though, 2007. It was way it worse. Didn't, that's because he man, he was man. stealing designs, but that wasn't used yeah. to build that car. You, you uh, I feel like um, so the drag yeah, Alonso and mean. Hamilton did not benefit from that, and I just did it like right now the inflation I, 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 calculator. Goodly, I just did the inflation calculator. 100 M's in 2007 is worth 154 M's right now. That's money, money. That's all money, money. Somebody got 154M fine right now. They'll be they they'll be killed. That's more than so, the cost. So that's more than the cost. That's mm-hmm. more than cost cap, no? Yeah, bankruptcy. Yep, it is. Cost cap 145. Um. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. It's big money. I feel like as well. You know what? That's 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 that's, that's a fair. Um. I think fine for them. Get fine the cost cap. The whole cost cap. Red Bull will just eat that, man. Come on, man. Let's be serious. That's the thing, but no, I feel like um, testing times. Well, I feel like they should get banned from um, pre testing as well. 20, 25 billion Red Bull, they're gonna just sell a couple players from Leisberg from Salzburg. <laughs> my hat, that's the word thing. I'll say it again, <laughs> man. That's the thing, even if you find them a billion, they're Gucci. You do know that. <laughs> I don't it'll think it will like, hurt them, but like, I don't think financial, I don't think, I don't think a financial fine. On its own is enough because Formula One is a loss making scenario. These companies are here to make losses. It's a promotion tool. Yeah, it's a marketing tool. So yeah, Mercedes entered Formula One to market their cars. Didn't it? It's a financial cars. loss. AMG. Rebranding our AMG. That's their thing. Me personally, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. So you say uh, constructors, drivers, points. Me personally, if I was in charge of the FIA, I would ban him for a season. That's a bit harsh. That's harsh. Still. That's harsh. Okay, that's four cars. That's four uh, cars of the. That's that's uh, two cars of the grid. Yeah, it's two cars of the group. Alpha Tari. If you want to put Max in Alpha Tari for the year, you can do that. I'm not stopping you. That's a but Red Bull, there's only there's but only nine teams. Listen, listen. Actually. They can just move. They can just shift everyone from Red Bull to AlphaTauri. 
and Everton runs. You could do a full sell. You could do a full sell of Aftari. You could do four sell of Aftari. Four sell of Aftari. You are suspended. You are suspended from the 2023 season. Your whole team. I, none of your that'll, teams that will burn. Nah, they're gonna go caught for that. You lose, you lose your driver. Mad Max rebound. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, they'll drop signs in two seconds. He'll be a Ferrari. Total's right dropping Russell in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, Red Bull were banned from the show? From Bro, he's signing up and Max. Perez, Perez and Max are available. He's signing. Max there's gonna immediately. there's gonna be an audition for Max. Basically, teams are gonna be throwing money. At <laughs> Bro, it's gonna be like the scramble for Neymar, bro. Everybody's uh, trying to get this guy. You remember when Hazard was leaving Leo? Oh yeah, like when he said seven the tweet. clubs, oh, in, yes, seven yes, clubs in Europe. That's what it's gonna be mm. like. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, even though it's not practical, listen, you gotta send a message. Even though it's not even on that list. Yeah. But mm. because I don't, I don't. What's, I, don't I don't. I mean, I at guess, the end of the day, what does it matter? What does it matter? What does it matter if you know, take we know, what, we know what the fine is going to be, right? It's just going to be like a reprimand. It doesn't suck. So. It's, it's going to be, bro, has, has be hefty. Allegedly, bro, it has to be hefty. It has to be hefty. Because allegedly, they've gone over... Uh, allegedly, it's between a mil and two mil. Allegedly. Like, these are rumours, but one mil and two mil... That's, that's hella upgrades. That's upgrades. Yeah. What's... Um, no one wants to keep updating the whole season. What's Aston Martin's... Um, Things. Procedure, oh, procedure, procedure. Procedure. It, it's just like giving paper. Nothing to do with money. Like giving paper late. Yeah, they're cool. Oh, just like yeah. giving the paper late. Yeah, because I was getting onto Aston. Because I was like, Aston, you can't make a dead card and be cheated. I mean, they can hold one. Too, so. Yeah. Aston Martin will be. Uh, I'm telling you now, Aston Martin cheated when they when they get into that to the top, they're gonna cheat. I mean, if you, you can see it in Lawrence Stroll's eyes, they're definitely cheating if they're signing Alonso. That man has no fucking morals. <laughs> Man says Stroll's <laughs> crashing into the wall. Singapore 23, you know. Stroll's crashing into the wall randomly. Uh, yeah, Alonso definitely is cheating if they mm. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, just to close up my thoughts on it, like, there has to be serious punishment on it. Or you just got to rework the whole thing, man, at the end of the day. For, at the end of the day, FIA needs to rework the whole cost cap. We need to introduce something to bring the teams closer to them or get the media teams out of it. Being able to sell those franchises to teams that actually got money, like Audi and all that kind of stuff, because Sauber's already gone to Audi. That's that's parity right there financially. Um, but they need, it needs to be harsh, man. Bare minimum, you got a strip championship. Bare minimum. And people might say, yeah, but Max has got nothing to do with it. Max wasn't doing the calculation. Oh. Da, da, da. He's just a driver. He's just an employee. But he benefited. And so did Perez. And so did Red Bull Racing. They benefited from breaching at the end of the day. Yeah. Because I wish I wish my team before, cheated. Before hey, you, listen, if Ron Dennis was in charge, he would have cheated. One million percent. If you're still in charge of McLaren right but, now, it'd be two teams but, that have breached the cost cap. And McLaren would be one of them. Because <laughs> Ron Dennis is breaching that cost cap because he's not scared of the FIA. That's why I'm saying. That's why I tweeted this morning. Zach Brown is not really doing it for me. No, he's already planning right now, Zach Brown, to breach the whole yeah, I don't see him. Is like look at I see Zach Brown, yeah. Like I don't see him as you know, goody two shoes. He's like nice, he's sweet. He's signing he's signing driver for oh, no, 16 no, no, million. No. I don't believe no, I don't give that. He's he's signed, he's, he's, that. He sacked Daniel Ricardo, man. He's ruthless, man. He gave him seven months the contract at one time. Kunle, Kunle, Kunle. Let me tell yeah. you this about Zach. Let me tell you the, let me tell you this about Zach Brown. All right, preach to me, brother. Zach Brown. Signed Oscar Piastri on a preliminary contract on June first. 
Okay. Yeah? Yeah. He was, Oscar Piastri was in the paddock in McLaren in the first race because Daniel Ricciardo had COVID. So he was going to step in, but Daniel Ricciardo came in last minute, right? Then he came into the paddock again in May, early May, because Lando Norris was unwell between like Monaco and Barcelona. The flu, the flu period. And the, the flu, bad flu bad period, yeah. And, it, and he still beat Daniel. Yeah, he still beat him. You have to understand, at McLaren, they made that decision in May. Daniel were even performing crazily bad like that. Mm. And they already made it. They said, we're going to get Oscar. Not because Daniel was bad. Because they thought Oscar could be even a bigger talent than Lando. Let's get him. Alpine sleeping at the wall. This brother's ruthless, man. He sacked the guy yeah, and was smiling at his face for how long? Yeah. I'm willing to be convinced, but yeah, let's see. This is not this is not a Zach Brown part, but I'm willing to <laughs> that guy just the conch. That, that, that's that's him. I, I've seen you that's know it. Two Yo, pal- PR pal- Bring me back but, some bread. Yeah. Out, man. But nah, Red Bull they need to be severe, they need to be punished. They need to it needs to send a message because right now leave it, leave it one, man. right now the thing is if they feel like they can do a certain amount over the cost cap. What's stopping Ferrari from doing the same? What's stopping Mercedes from doing the same? They would have. They would have. What's stopping McLaren? What's stopping McLaren from doing the same next year? Like, what's stopping everyone else from doing the same? Everyone that has the money, what? What's like? There's nothing stopping them since it's right there. There's the punishment is already. There's already precedent. Like, oh, you only just give them a reprimand. What's stopping Red Bull from doing it again? You know. Yeah, I'll edit, I'll edit that. But what I'm saying is, okay, we got a lot of questions from listeners regarding cost cap, so we might as well go through them now before we wrap up the cost cap. Um, let's get let's get to it. Let's get to it, guys. If you was a team principal of an F1 team in the current season, would you publicly be vocal about the findings of the 2021 cost cap investigation? What would your position, what would your stance be? I think we covered a little bit over this. but I, And I actually asked Kunle this. Uh, I actually asked Kwame this already. So Kunle, if you was a team principal, what would you be saying? Well, I'm singing, singing. I'm in the news every day. I don't care. I'm born in the bridge. Like, why would I not complain? Unless I plan to do the same or unless I'm doing the same. As you're going, like, you know, it's a competition. Like, I'm there to win. Like, it's the same reason why they complain on the track when someone takes a corner and says, Oh, yeah, you have to give the place back. That's the same reason. I mean, this is on a bigger scale. This cost for the season. I've followed the rules. Why can't you not follow the rules? I'm definitely complaining. Every day there's a new article with my name. Red Bull should be punished. <laughs> Every man said is man said is every magazine Guardian. I'm paying okay, Daily Mail. Hey, listen, on, listen, listen. Mail. I'm uh, gonna, World Star Hip Hop. I'm gonna find influ- I'm gonna find influencers. I'm gonna play influence. I'm gonna pay influencers to make to make oh Red Bull must pay trends. Bro, don't kill me. Man, say <laughs> Love Island girl saying put the monster um, can um, over the Red Bull can. He's getting Love Island girls to just post up instas. I'm ban Red Bull. Bro, I'm posting. I'm I'm paying them to take a picture with the can, screw, sc- squeezing the Red Bull can to saying, "Ban Red Bull." They're bad. For Hashtag the ban Red Bull. Man, man's yeah. man's gonna go viral like Coney 2012, bro. Bro, that's FIA would have no choice. They might have to call me and reprimand me because I'm doing the most. 
That's how bad it's going to be. Don't kill me, man. Hey, listen, we're glad that you're not team principal. I'll still, I'll still sign, I'll still sign Nui to my team, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all over Nui, bro. I'll be like, Let, let's go, fam. Come through, man. Come through, man. They don't treat you right, bro. They treat you right. Now look after you, baby. You get McDonald's in the budget. Uh, but yeah, thank you, uh, RDM Ghost One, for that question. Uh, got a, a question from very own cast member Richard. What do you think is acceptable punishment for RB? I think we covered that, brother. Uh, re- with regard to the cost cap, from this is from at Sam One Bolaro. Uh, what with regards to the cost cap, what do you think the FI needs to do to be seen as a credible organization? Follow up question: Do you think that will actually happen? They're not going to do that. I, if I actually, really, we haven't really, actually, we uh, spoke about what we think it should be. We we touched on it, but yeah. we thought we spoke about what we think it should be. What do you think will happen, though? Kwame, what do you think will happen? We said it before to get a fine in it. I think it's get a breach to get a reprimand, a little fine, 25k. No, no CFD, no testing and time, reduction, no cost cap reduction. Mm. How would they even get that? How would they even get they might get like a little bit, you know, of a uh, mental deduction, you know, but even then, I think. You know how the FI have been so soft so far this season when it comes to off late anyways. You know, Max Mosley days, you know, 20 days, they won't quad. Right now, they're a bit more, you know, you do you. So I don't think it's going to happen. I've got to say, though, I feel one thing that'll be interesting to see is if they flip the um, financial costs. So teams at the bottom get more money than teams at the top. But again, I don't think teams will back that. Yeah, why does that... What? Bro, the prize money makes no sense either. F1, hey, the, no the prize money makes no sense. Hey, listen, FI is not getting no credibility. Either, man. Come on, man. This is a joke, bro. Obviously, yeah, the prize money, if you're first, you should win. Da, 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 whatever. And we don't want to incentivize tanking because imagine you get 30 M's finishing lost. Man will be fighting for the bottom. Man will be, man will be hiring Mazepin in seconds. Latifi's staying in a job, tanking <laughs> for, that, for that money, bro. Hey, but, <laughs> be like scab. Hey, but then if you have Latifi, if you have Latifi and Mazepin in your team, and you tank, but you the money you get from tanking, you're just gonna use it to like buy new parts all year long. Cause them men are gonna be shit and breaking your car every it'll fucking... balance up. We're tanking for more money, but we're but spending money. Money. Just spending money. <laughs> Crazy nightmare. Um all right, Conley, uh, that question, what do you think that will actually happen? We asked you what you think what you want to happen, but I, mean, I, think, I think it's gonna be just a reprimand, man. Reprimand. reprimand. I think it's going to be five a choices there, you know. Six, no, six fine. I think it's going to be a reprimand and maybe like a 20 million fine. That's what I think it is. It's going to be a 20 million fine and, you know, if you do this again, it's going to be much. It's going to be more severe. That's light to them, man. Horner finds that behind the sofa, man. Girl, that's not even Horner's Jerry Hallowell spends yeah. that on, on makeup, bro. I mean, them man don't have sauce in there, but yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, bro. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, and with regards to the hey, question about hey, does the FIA need to do something does, does Honor even have like a bad B watch? Does he even wear like a sick watch? No, he probably, probably does. All these men got Richard Mills, man. Come on, man. Richard Mills. Yeah. Nah, I think man probably have like a G-Shock sign, man. Not even... No, stop that. He's breaded, man. If I type in Horner's net worth, you, you're going to be screaming. Yeah, he's got money, money, but like... Does he even have... You he don't, don't have... Man, he was a dance to you the other day. We know he's got... You don't have sauce, man. He's got 50 M's net worth. Uh, yeah, bro, that's like that's not even that's that's, that's what he, he's missing. has got to be Richard in it. 
50 M's. That's why oh, it's been team principal. She's, she's a bloody that's, spice girl. That's why it's been, it's been team principal Kwame's whole life, and it's still got just 50 M's. Don't kill me, man. Don't kill me. Yeah, so she's for, apparently on here, she's worth 40 M's. So, boy, she could pay the bills as well. Yeah, yeah. income also is looking nice still. Um, but yeah, with regards to his question, uh, uh, thank you for the question, Samwan Bolaro. But with the question about can the FIA be seen as a credible organization? No, never. Nah, they've never, the FIA have not been credible since absolutely never since FIA started. Um, we've got a question from this isn't even a question. Uh, at Tarmac Talk, Athena, shout out to Athena. I'd like a roast of the FIA, please. We do that every day. We, we, mm-hmm. we, we've got fat over it. We, we never, we're never going to get invited anywhere because they. Like, Either. We're not getting to any of these uh, FIA. None of these FIA events. We're never going to get None. FIA. We're never going to get <laughs> FIA influencer money because, like, <laughs> yeah, don't gonna... feel don't feel some another point is all pissed up. We're different. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, all right, cool. Yeah, let's. But, okay. Okay. No more questions about uh, cost cap. I hope we covered that. We covered it. spoke about cost cap for an hour and an hour and three minutes. Come on, guys. Man. We're giving you content here, man. Cost um, is boring, man. But we gave him an hour and three minutes. And it's, it's it, listen, we have to talk about sporting integrity here. And we have to question yeah. if it's a sport in the first place. I'm not going to lie. We have to, we're going to have to have these deep, honest conversations here. I know people love the sport and everything. Like, but but the, we're, the we're, FIA don't we're, even see we're, we're in WWE territory right now. The FIA like, don't even see it as a sport. They see it as entertainment, bro. Yeah, it's a, we're in WWE territory. And that's a problem. It's gonna bring in the little the little fans. So we've got normal listeners questions. So uh, let's see what we've got here before we end today. Uh, is there like any pending listener questions from like previous weekends? Check the quotes as well. I'm not gonna lie. Check the quotes as well. I got the quotes. I got the tweets. I got the quotes. At Ray X Killy, shouts to Ray X Killy. Kota hosting F1 MotoGP at IndyCar same race weekend. Do you think it could work? Or will it be overkill for the fans and teams? Just general thoughts on this, really. Oh, the Austin F1. So F1, MotoGP, and IndyCar on the same race weekend, on the same track, at the same, at the same, t- at the same sec. Oof. Boy, the marshals are work. They're gonna be working on track. <laughs> My boy, overwork. They're volunteers as well. God damn, the volunteers are gonna be dying. But how are they gonna do the ticket instructions though? Is it gonna be like? MotoGP first because MotoGP is relatively, but then MotoGP have like GP1, GP2, GP3 that run the same weekends. No? Yeah, they always run like Moto2, 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 Moto3. So, the, yeah, that, first of all, you'd have to drop everybody out. I don't want to see no F2 cars there, I don't want to see no Moto2 cars. It would literally have to just be back to back, uh, MotoGP, IndyCar, Formula One, and run it that way because you can run three events on the same day. Because they are doing it with F2 and F3 and they do it with Moto2 and Moto3. So yeah. Time-wise, you can do it. Time-wise, you can do it. But obviously, IndyCar is going to be the last race, right? It would have to be. IndyCar is going to be the unless, last you're, unless you're saying Formula 1 top of the pyramid. Yeah, which you would. But if it's an America, IndyCar. If it's an America, IndyCar is likely going to be the last. MotoGP is going to be the first. I don't think there will be many people. I don't know what the numbers for MotoGP in, in the US is like. But um, they don't have a lot of American drivers. They don't. Yeah, not anymore. Anyway, do you know what? Do you know what would happen though? Low key, uh, low key Formula One would be embarrassed. They'd get embarrassed themselves. 
Do you know why they're gonna embarrass themselves? Yeah, we're, in your we're, we're, gonna, in your we're gonna see races more exciting. True. Moto GP is more exciting. IndyCar yeah. is more exciting. So you're gonna but see actual races. is always like a very exciting track when this competitive when this competitive drive. When and that's a big year for Formula One because there's too many variables what? in the sport. When because there's um, that they, they have that year, they have that strap. Hey, Lewis was chasing Lewis was chasing no, no, Max mm. for like. It was quite. It was quite exciting. I mean, in front. In front, that's it. IndyCar, every, everybody's on smoke, all throughout the grid. Moto GP, man, are finishing within one second of each other on the last lap. So who loses? Who loses? Seven bikes. What do you think loses out in this case? Or who's going to? I think it reflects bad on. Who gets more fans from the weekend? Moto GP, F1, or IndyCar? IndyCar. Because if you're watching it for Formula One, well, in America, you're more likely to watch other cars. Like worldwide. And like, worldwide. Okay, let's like, say for example, in terms worldwide. of like TV and stuff. Formula One fans, yeah. I think yeah. all over the world will log in thinking they want to watch Formula One and then they'll see IndyCar race that other cars and then they're gonna see a banger of a race and they'll be like, Why is Formula One not like this? Mm. Then they're gonna start asking questions. It's very hard to like say, oh. You can watch a motorbike race because that's that's different. You know what I mean? That's a that's a different thing. But if you're seeing another car race, that's thing I'm about to say. MotoGP, IndyCar more, will benefit. From more it niche. Yeah, because IndyCar's got an American audience, but does it have a worldwide audience? No, no, that's the issue. All the ones got worldwide. Man in man in middle of Somalia is watching Formula One. Just random person, like all over the world, they show Formula One in a jungle in Borneo. You get me? I feel, like Moto GP, I, feel like Moto G, I feel like Moto GP will be the biggest winners. Why? I don't know, because like I feel like people might tune in to catch the start of Formula One and watch and see the conclusion of Moto GP. And conclusion of Moto GP is always lit. 100%. And then Moto GP has got bare superstars as well. Yeah. Shout out my boy Superstar. Mark Marquez. Shout out Mark Marquez. Mark. Making them come back. Shout out to Fabio Quattro. Shout out to all them men there. But yeah, that's a good question. I think generally, I think IndyCar would be the best winner there. I think for end of the day, whether it's MotoGP or IndyCar, one of those two are going to show Formula One up. Not going to lie to you. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Someone's going to get, Formula One's going to get embarrassed. Everyone's going to get batted up though. 100%. Because popularity Uh, of the drivers in America too is going to be like me. Outside of Lewis. He's right. He's right. It's a bit sticky. They like Colton Herter and Power Award Bell. Over there, boy. Yeah. Um, All right. Next question. Next question, guys. Uh, At Ranch Dingus. We know who that is. Um, Resident resident hater. (laughs) With uh, news coming out in the upcoming Charles Leclerc interview that Ferrari's focus next year is execution on Sundays. How much better do you expect them to be next season? And I'm gonna go to you to Kwame first. They won't be man. I had it down there and people something, man. Next question, man. Oh my god. Uh Kunle, same question. Do you think they're gonna be any better if their focus is on next year? Clearly their focus should have been on next year earlier. Mm. Executing on Sundays, which you should be doing in the first place. <clears throat> on Sundays, Ferrari. They're gonna be Ferrari. They will make the worst decisions. They will pit the wrong drivers. 
and they might probably give the drivers the wrong tires. So yeah, I expect them to be thirty percent worse than this year. Decision making. Do you know what? Do you know what we Ferrari? Yeah, I think their problem is because they've got a good quality car, man. They've had a good quality car for a while. Even if I go back to twenty nineteen, they've got a good quality car. They can eke out that one lap pace and the one lap build pace a car that can stick out on pole comfortably. Yeah. The problem is, is they have a car that eats tires. They've had a car that eats tires for four years. So, is that something fundamental, fundamentally wrong with the design? Is that something that Bonotto hasn't got his head around? That you've got a car that on Sundays can't go through the race because it hasn't got a race pace because he keeps eating the tires. That's fundamentally something wrong with the car. Man's gone through two regs now. We've gone through last year regs and this year regs. And your car has the same issue of eating tires. We saw the tires after Japan. Did you see Max's tires compared to Charles? No, Charles' tires look like he was running on like sandpaper. And the sandpaper was like literally sandpaper and the tires like flattening it out. Like, like Max has got talent, right? But in a 40 minute race, you cannot put 25 seconds on my head. That's not, that shouldn't even be normal. Considering that our cars are not that far of each other. In quality, especially. Yeah. Like in one lap pace, at most you're probably doing two tenths on me. But like at some point in that race, Max was putting one second on Charles's head in 40 minutes. Both stand, both started on brand new wets. Not used wets, brand new wets, then went on to intermediate. And they paid it for brand new intermediates. I don't know, man. They need to like the philosophy so of that's that fundam- car, that's fundamentally philosophy, something wrong. Philosophy of that car is weird. Because I know this. If you have one lap pace like that, you shouldn't be that far. You know what it reminds me of? Mercedes in 2013. Like the first year Lewis joined them, like they used to have like crazy pace and quality. And like five laps into the race, the tires were dead. Man saying, Bono, my tires are gone. Man's cooked. It was, they literally used to be cooked. So it's a fundamental design. It, so to answer your question, Raj Dingus, until they sort that out, it's going to be the same. It's going to be more pole positions and more bottled poles for Ferrari. Because you've car- they've carried this problem over since 2019. Leclerc was slapping up poles. In the races, they were getting decked out. It's peak. Peak for Ferrari fans. Uh, question from Unpaid Intern. Shout out to Unpaid Intern. Yeah, I'm a Jamaican content, content creator. Is there any hope for K-Mac? That's his question. Why are we talking about K-Mac in 2022, man? Is there any hope for him, though? Uh, hope for what? Uh, in what for sense? I, well, I, I feel like... I, I, go on, go on. Go on, Kwame. I, I feel like K-Mac, I feel like his career is kind of... It's peaked. Like, he's had his peak, so his future in the Haas team is going to be that kind of steady head driver. Who I don't think K-Mac will go anywhere else from here. Like, I feel like once time is done, Haas, that's it. Until Haas improve their car, until Haas get more facilities and money or whatever, he's just going to be a guy who may get the odd point here and there. Going to have very aggressive race starts. Going to be a very aggressive driver, but yeah, points here and there. Just leave, not crash out. That's it. Like, 
nothing much more for him or the, or the team until something new happens, if that makes sense. We're not going to see like some next, uh, you know, um, twilight of his career where he's going to be doing a madness like, oh, I'm going to earn no. some podium. K Mags, K Mags, it's over. K Mags, so, uh, he's going to be back at the, he's, he deserves to be on the grid, but that's about it. K Mag is guessing me like, you see with like Hulkenberg, right? It's like, you're better than certain drivers, mm-hmm. but you're not as good as certain drivers. So you would always, so always be in that has Alfa Romeo space. Like you're not gonna be an Alfa Tuareg because like he's Pogba on his day. On a good. Not even Pogba, man. Come on, man. Don't no, I'm talking about the on his on his day thing, not Pogba. Nah. I'm talking about the joke on his day, in it. On his day, he can cook. On his like, day, he can cook. cook. Yeah, on his day, he can cook. He can cook on his day. It can cook on his day, but then he has like two days out of twenty-three days. Mm. And when and, and the problem with K Mag is when K Mag is bad, is bad. When K Mag is bad, but I don't think he's bad. slow. I don't think he's slow. It's not slow. He's not slow. I think he just he's not slow. He's very fast driver. Fam, how do you get black on uh, uh, meatball flag four times this season? Can you keep that's a, a lot. That's a lot. Is it four or three? He's very fast. Anything more than one? He's Anything more than one is a lot. Like, and the thing is, he's he's a big man now. He's a big man now. He's in his thirties. Like, why are you driving so rash still? Like, that's, I can tell you this from someone like Yuki. You know what I'm saying? But you, you've been you've been McLaren, you've been Renault, now you're Haas, and you're still doing the same things you were doing. I feel like even worse now than you were before. Back then. And that's what I was gonna say. Like, so, he's grown. He's not a child. He's not a been in F1 for a while. Even though he's you've not, been, he's, he's, he's thirty around, years old. You've been, been in and around F1 for a long time. To stop making first lap mistakes, like you shouldn't be taking out your front wing on the first lap at this stage. Mix, of your ma- mix matching him pace wise as well. Oh, yeah, I mean I don't, don't want to speak about that. No, because we're going to speak about Mick now. Because uh, and you know, Mr. Uh, Resident Resident you, you can you can skip me on Mick, man. I don't care. Gonna skip. <laughs> We've got a question from Anik, man. Anik said, uh, "What's going to happen? <laughs> Matt, Mick is going to Mick is going to be working in a Ferrari showroom next season." In Germany, I got a question for Anik. When are you going to be consistent on the pod? Spicy, spicy. Uh, I'm not even going to edit that out. Keep that in there. Um, we've got a uh, last question, guys. Uh, Doc's on Quack Nine. If you could bring back, no, if you could bring back three teams, one top, one midfield, one back marker, who would they be? I said bring back here, bring back. Mm. I saw this question as well. If I was being like a top team. I say someone like Lotus, you know that Colin Chapman era. Was Lotus a top team? Oh yeah, they were back in the day. They were back then, back then. No, 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 not Cajun Lotus, not Lotus Renault. The original Lotus. Yeah, original Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lotus, Colin Chapman, Green Yellow, Jim Clark, them man there. I'll bring back. Why are you watching Jim Clark races, bro? Hey, good on research, man. Good on research, bro. You're like, you're like, you're like 17 years old. Why are you watching Jim Clark races? Uh... Man, team. You're scaring the lady folks, bro. Scaring the, you're scaring the ladies. You're scaring the ladies, bro. He's got, he's got the African man shades on the walk. You know, gonna make something, man. Scary taxi driver error. 
God. A banned Uber driver, you know. Bloody hell. Kwame, so Lotus is your top team, middle team. They had to bring back. BMW Saber, man. BMW was towards the top, no? They were towards the top, no? Okay, okay, cool, cool. Kibitsa and that. Cooking. Someone like Toyota. Okay, Toyota. I'll accept it. Toyota, you know. Hey, bring back Toyota, man. They were so funny, man. They were the funniest team, man. They spent... Please, uh, listen, if they come now, yeah, I'm telling you, if a work change came at the right time, they'll be cooking. If they had got lucky to work change, they'll be cooking. But Kobayashi and Truly Schumacher, come on, man. Even Glock, you know, uh, we'll, be, we'll be feasting. Timo, um, I'll bring back Jordan. Yeah, that's a shout. I was gonna say Jordan. Bring back Jordan still. Eddie Jordan, will be a terror. Eddie, Eddie Jordan will be a terrorist, bro. Oh, Lord, that's mercy, bro. I'd bring back, I'd bring back uh, Jaguar because I don't like this Red Bull. I'll bring back Jaguar Cosworth. Jordan, Jordan. 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 Jada, who? H- no, no, it's Jaguar. It's Jaguar. No, I'm just saying like, Jaguar, no? for the bottom, HRT. Oh, my. Oh. HRT. HRT. still about. That's, yeah, the, HRT, that's the worst thing about it. HRT is like in F2 and F3. Like, come through, man. Oh, yeah, Campos. Yeah, HRT or Marusha? Uh, HRT, man. I don't like Marusha. HRT will move as, man. Come on, man. Marisha, they were every, every season. Marisha was Gucci, man. They had, you know, Verlan Ocon. They were okay. You know. Well, that's... HRT. HRT Jordan. Top team. I don't know. Maybe Glory Days Williams. Williams are still here. They said bring him back from the dead. They're still there, man. Bro, they're dead, bro. Man, they've been back. Man said bring him back, man. They're still on the grid, bro. I said Glory Days Williams. Glory Days Williams. This is not glory days. I mean, Frank. Frank's not proud of what this current Williams team. I'm not even. I'm not. I don't call him um, Tyrrell. I'm going to call him Tyrrell. Bring back Tyrrell. That's like a shoot at hype, man. <laughs> bring back back Brabham. Brabham. Let's bring out Brabham, bro. Yeah. Bring back the old school teams, bro. Um, but but yeah, Jordan, thank you. Jordan will be fun on this grid. Jordan, man. He used to have. He used to have them, imagine, um, Eddie, them, uh, them girls in the miniskirt and that. These guys. This guy was crazy, you know. Eddie was a Eddie, Eddie Jordan doing Eddie. interviews. Boy. Bro. Eddie, Eddie. I forgot. He was actually a pundit as well at one point. Channel 4 pundit. Yeah, he was pundit. He was pundit. Uh, 2010 times he was pundit. He's still pundit. Vell era. He was a big boy pundit. He's a big boy pundit them times. He was the one that broke Lewis to Mercedes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Why are you wearing For Melon. For people that are listeners, Kunle is wearing Ferrari gear. I just want to remind you again. McLaren fan is wearing Ferrari gear. I'm not, wearing it. I'm not wearing it because I want to wear it, but it's cold in Canada, but I need a sweat. Anyway. So. Oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you got this far, thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Twitter. Follow us on Pitstop Fracker on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. We're on TikTok now, guys. Pitstop Fracker on TikTok. Um, follow, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Um, if you are listening on Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. Give some, um, give some love right there. And if you want merch, want some Mick Schumacher merch. I heard it's 70% off. Yeah. Get that. Use our link. Fanatics link in the bio. In the description. Use that. Use that. It's tough. tough. But yeah, thank you for listening everybody. We'll be back next week with a review of the United States Cota GP. Peace. Gang, gang. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix, and it's lights out, and away we go.
Sports Social Podcast Network.